Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone, let's hide. Get small and hint. That's always the best advice for hiding around a place. <laughs> All right, throw her in the hole. Oh, no. Yeah, Red. Are you afraid? Doran, you want to help here? Afterwards, we have some bland stew to warm up. All right, I'm going to go find a tree. What are you going to do for the sound? Every basketball trick, just a boulder that could kill you. I'm not crying. My face is sweating. Stone Giant sounds a lot like paper cut in Giant. I just thought I'd ask. <laughs> just me and Chief Go. I cast Misty Sip and I disappear. No. <laughs> Jack! <laughs> now you're getting it! <laughs> Fucking yes! I mean, Maori! Wait, that's not Jack? What the hell? Oh. You're learning. <laughs> Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is Season 2, Episode 18, Take the Bait. MVP this week goes to Dalgren Marquis from Twitter, who tagged us as their favorite overall podcast. Thanks so much, Dalgren. You're the best. Well, it's that time of the year again. We're rounding the end of 2022, and we just wanted to take a second to say thank you. Thank you to all the fans, friends, and listeners who have made Dice Shame what it is. Thank you to past and present players alike who have given this show heart and made it such a joy to create. Thank you to those who have reviewed, shared, and spread their love of Dice Shame. And finally, thank you to you. Yes, you. Whether you be someone I've already mentioned or something else entirely, thank you for being along with us on this ride. We can't wait to take you to some truly magical places. Hope you've had a wonderful year and that 2023 is better than ever for you. All right, should we do this? Yeah, let's do it. Woo! I just want to talk about uh, weird restaurant stories, really, because I have one, and it was when we were in <laughs> Lisbon years ago. We uh, we gone to Lisbon. We were like looking for restaurants. We found this one that was recommended. We're like, okay, let's go check it out. It's seafood. Let's go have a nice seafood time. We go to this restaurant, nice. and the very first thing that happens is they hand you a random number. Uh-huh. And then they put you in like a holding pen outside. Oh. <laughs> it's like a patio, sort of, but there's a bajillion people and nowhere to sit. <laughs> and the numbers they give you are not sequential. Mm-hmm. So you just get a number. You and there's pray to like the a RNG God. <laughs> there's a little screen up there that has the numbers that appear. And they would announce it sometimes in English and sometimes in Portuguese. And it would just be like 64, 1,208, four. <sighs> And you're just like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. I see people with beers. I want to get a beer. So I go, and it turns out the only way you can get a beer is you go to the bar, they 
you pay for a beer, they give you a token, you go back to the, the holding pen, you put the token in a slot in the wall, and you hold a cup up to the little like dispenser, uh-huh. and that gives you exactly one pint of beer. Oh my god. Whoa. We finally sit down, and they find out that all the food is by weight. So you're trying to figure out how many I love how huh. many pounds of <laughs> shrimp one person can eat. <laughs> There's all kinds of stuff. There were barnacles in the menu. I almost got them. Oh, interesting. Oh. I'd try a barnacle. I tried. I do, I was like, let's get uh, let's get spider crab. I have never had spider crab before. I order it, and the guy leaves. And about five minutes later, I get a tap on the shoulder. And there's a man behind me, and he's holding an entire spider crab alive. Mm. And they're huge. They have big, giant fucking three foot long legs and he's like yeah and i'm like i don't what to what metric do i judge what do you want me to do yeah. with this looks good to me what do i judge yes. a spider crab, spider crab with? i got a new what's pet now i guess what's yeah. <laughs> like what's its politics i don't know <laughs> has this one recently been canceled on twitter <laughs> um, <laughs> so i'm like sure i'll it looks great and uh and then and then so he brings it back out and then you only get to crack it with like a little piece of plastic and like a plastic mallet. Oh my But you're God. at a shared table and beside us was this like lovely couple having a lovely night and I am whacking away. Slamming away with a mallet on a spider crab. Elbow deep in a spider crab. <laughs> bits of shell and meat flying everywhere and I'm just apologizing and it's I had a great time. Andy got food poisoning. It oh, was- oh. <laughs> So he should have said no surprised? when they brought him out his barnacles. Like exactly. no, yeah. <laughs> actually, not... this one looks bad. That was a. Uh, it was the, so. That's my little journey of a story. But uh, that's I hilarious. Mm-hmm. I do love to hear people's like bizarre restaurant stories because like I feel like everyone has experience where you go and you're like, what happened? Yeah, mm-hmm. I got a good one, especially about what happened. So for my thirtieth birthday, we had a dinner in the dark. Oh yeah. Um, oh. Which was a meal that you eat completely, completely in the dark. Uh, we went with friends of ours, and if, for, if you, for anyone who doesn't know, these are kind of gimmicky dinners. You, there's no light anywhere. You are let in by your waiter. You are let in. Uh, you sit at your table. You don't know the meal. You don't know anything. You kind of you have to feel around very slowly. Very very fun. Do you get drinks? Mm-hmm. You get drinks. You get everything. So we did a dinner in the dark in Berlin. <laughs> so we didn't speak a word of German. We didn't understand what the fuck was going on. And just to make it extra, extra fun, it was a theater production. And you might ask, how the hell would you do a theater production in the dark? Well, so it was all glow in the dark. Huh. And what they did is they told the story of Nosferatu <laughs> in the dark. In German. In German. So imagine uh-huh. this. You're das sitting there. Nosferatu? You're eating something. I, I think it was chicken and gravy. I, I honestly don't know. With two. And all, you know, the entire birthday long, my best friend. Also named Alex. Just in also case named Alex, by enough. the way. Oh there you go. Is leaning over every few words. So the vampire comes into the city and basically he wants to find a bride. And then this huge just face just appears out of nowhere. And and then this, you know, on the speaker you hear and you're like, well, I don't know what the hell's going on. And then these bats just glow in the dark bats just 
everywhere all around you and we're just like what the fuck mm-hmm. and the thing is it was like interactive to the point where like they put stuff between your legs Whoa. and like squirt stuff on you Touch and like you on the shoulders and shit so they like we're, we're like sitting there in the pitch black we're like drunk we're in a place we've never been before in a country we've never before we're not understanding a lick of the language with these giant cartoonish <laughs> glow in the dark vampire faces being like thrust <laughs> at you it felt like a fucking fever dream it was amazing wow. and not just so that good. the serving staff is largely vision impaired or yeah, blind and, yeah, and really so cool. they are also navigating using like similar to how you would do in a, a photography dark room where they're keeping from bumping into each other by clicking their tongues as they're moving around so you're hearing this constant like clicking ticking Just noise of people you. walking around it's mm. very interesting and somehow after this uh i was inspired to make malevolent i don't know how but basically <laughs> it, was a, it was a brutal night of currywurst and clicking noises and just vampire. the food was delicious the food was delicious i don't even remember what it was because it was such a freaking surreal experience you know i loved hearing alex trying to explain it to me you know him is and that the bats are meant to be a metaphor for germans uh, never mind that's hilarious i i remember accidentally like reaching across the table to paw around looking for my wine glass and accidentally holding hands with his pregnant girlfriend yeah yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. you're like oh i'm sorry oh she was into it it was all great oh it was nice shame goes to germany and experiences this yep (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Rob? When you were you were talking about travel earlier, I I do like I did have a very similar moment where it's like early on. I think I'd started dating Rach like a month, less than a month, and a friend of hers was going on the like the ships and dips cruise for the bare naked lady, and it was like they they haven't sold out yet. You can get tickets for just the price of tax to get on the boat. So it's like well. All right, we've been dating for a couple of weeks. Fuck, let's go on a cruise together. Let's see let's see huh? how that goes cuz it's real cheap or whatever. And it was it was definitely one of those like, okay, we show up in Miami. Our luggage is in Texas. Okay. Oh, so now no. we all have to find all of our stuff and get on a cruise and get whatever. I mean, survived for another decade or whatever together, but it was definitely one of those like, oh, that's a <laughs> testing travel moment. For sure. That's awesome. Oh, man. Yeah. But I mean, it, that's, that's attitude. You just got to like be there to be in it. Yeah. You, although I, I yeah. don't think I, although that's really easy to say a decade later and in the moment, I don't think I was nearly that chill. Oh, yeah. No. I tried though. I love those moments though where you're just like, I guess I got to hold it together. Oh, that's hilarious. What about you, Alex? Where's your fancy, where's your strangest? Uh, honestly, this is just. Uh, you had, you've been to Thailand. You've been to South Korea. There must be some stuff there. Yeah, I was thinking about all that. And, um, I only went to kegs the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's, that's no, it. No, we, we ate a lot of strange places. I guess the the weirdest meal was like, you know, we're walking along in the shops and stalls and there's like, they're barbecuing on little hibachas and you're like wondering where this meat even came from. But it, your story about about the restaurant with the, the lineup in the, in the, in the pen... You know, it did, it did, it did inspire me to think out there that it's now unique and it really gathers a lot of people. 
or it attracts well, the food a lot is pretty of good. I will say that the, the food is pretty good. But I will say the funniest thing was that last summer, my sibling went to Lisbon and I got a text that was like, I'm at the weirdest restaurant right now. Oh, no. Way. <laughs> it was the same oh, one. It was yes. it really. Eh? <laughs> it was. Stay away or try the barnacles and let me know how they taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have gotten the barnacles. And uh, don't eat whatever Andy yeah, had. Yeah, really. Yeah, the spider. Cr- it was the spider crab. The same. No, different spider crab. No, I think it was the same one. It's a big spider crab. How did he crab? get sick and you didn't get I sick? I was fine. I just have a heart your constitution <laughs> a higher constitution score yes. a higher con. i rolled a, I, I, we both rolled and he just rolled a nat one on it speaking of constitution saves shall we play some D? let's do it let's go kill Woo. some crabs leaving the gray veil run into the scrubby forest to the south the humped shoulders of trees laden with snow look like the silhouettes of conspiratorial strangers After some searching, you find concerning evidence, giant footprints in the snow, the footprints of a humanoid, and following these, you come to the petrified form of a young halfling woman. She crouches in the snow as if to defend herself, her eyes staring blankly up at the sky in terror, mouth twisted in a silent scream. Her long hair is frozen in motion, caught by some long-gone gust of winter air. Snow has begun to ice over her shoulders and the hood of her cloak. Damn. Mm. Oh, my God. We've seen them turn people to stone in their bellies, but I don't think we've seen them turn people to stone like this. Yeah. Only the result of it. Hmm. Oh, this is unnerving. We really got to keep an eye out. Yeah. You know. They just crushed that mule. Seems senseless. Yeah. This was a well-cared-for animal. It's wearing, like, a jacket. It's got, like, a woven blanket on its back. And uh, it's, it's an old animal, meaning that it wasn't used for, you know, labor anymore, but more like a companion. Mm. Red looks down at the mule and sort of shakes his head, remembering Asta and how his companion died not too long ago. Mari, do you have any charms that could help... This this poor woman turned to stone. Uh, I mean, I, I, th- I think I could do something. But we, she looks at her, she looks at her sheet, and she's like, "I only got one fifth level spell slot." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, don't blow your load. Uh, it might make sense to come back and uh, well, use we could it. Put her in the portable hole. Blow your load. Trying to figure, <laughs> just cram her in. <laughs> Kidding me. <laughs> All right, throw her in the hole. (laughs) As you're standing discussing what to do with this halfling woman, you hear the crumbling sounds of giant footsteps nearby. Oh, no. Uh We're going to have to take some cover and hide. Yeah, everyone, let's hide. And Red will cast Pass Without Trace. Quick, everybody, um, get small and hidden. And Doran folds into his Transformer uh, <laughs> mini size. <laughs> Doran just Doran hops into the into the hole, the portable hole. Yeah. Doran like <laughs> kind of crouches yeah, behind a tree and and makes like a rock and covers himself with uh, with his cloak type thing. Oh, cool! Come on, everyone, get to this underbrush. Mm. And he lies flat. Jack follows Red's lead. That's that's always the best advice for hiding around a place. 
yeah, Mari, Mari follows and uses druidcraft to create a little bit of like wind that brushes away any footprints that would have been Ooh, left behind. I was just about to say. Ooh. That's the smart foot- as hell. Oh, good one. And Red will also scamper 25 feet up the tree so that the sphere is still there, but then he can actually get eyes on something mm. because he's pretty sneaky. Yeah. You wait for a few minutes, tense, for these giants approach. The sounds don't seem to be getting any closer. In fact, Red, with your vantage point, you do see an occasional stone giant head visible above the trees about, I don't know, 250 feet away. How far is a reasonable distance? I don't think you need to worry about distance. You can just define what you want it to do. Red, you see an occasional stone giant head visible above the trees. It's far enough away that you don't feel immediately threatened, but you can make out two giants in the distance for sure. That's like 250 feet away. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off, you. Red doesn't say anything, obviously. I think he'll just watch them, watch their sort of course. Are they carrying anything? Can I see anything of them? Mm-hmm. Occasionally you do see like a boulder being thrown and some crashing sounds. What, what do you see, Red? I see some giants. They're throwing a boulder. They're heading west of here. Oh. They don't seem to be moving. Are they just playing? They might be. Maybe a giant game. With a big rock that can crush someone. Oh, rock ball. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, rock ball. (laughs) (laughs) Afterwards, we'd have some bland stew to warm up. (laughs) Can I roll a little bit of intelligence for a moment? When I spent time with Harshnag, we spoke a lot about giants. And I know that they have stone melding, that the stone giants can move through stone. That's right. I don't know if they can move through any hard object like ice or water or wood. Is it irrelevant or is it only stone? Mm. Do you recall the combat that you had with the stone giants before recovering Jack's body where they used this ability in the canyon? And you do remember that there seemed to be kind of a perimeter of effect based on the ground type. I remember being stone. Packed earth is not the same as stone in this regard. Okay. So their their abilities would be limited in based on the environment type. Good. Okay. Perfect. Red climbs back down and he says, when we were fighting them, the time that Jack got taken, they used this ability where they could move through it. But I don't think it would work on any other materials. So if we did want to combat them, let's keep that in mind. I know there's a big frozen lake over there. And even maybe this packed earth, it would at least allow them to stay within our sights and not come around us. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we did end up being cornered by them, if we decide to follow, falling back to that location in red points to the ice might be smart. Because then at the very least, again, they won't be able to flank us. I agree. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah. Thank you. I thought so, too. I was just looking out there, and I was like, huh, I wonder. And then, I, and then I, that's what I thought. And now we know. <laughs> You're the expert on fighting giants. Yeah. Apparently. Let's scoop this statue into the portable hole and then follow them. And then when we get a quiet moment, maybe we can see what we can do to save her. 
Right before a long rest. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Red helps Jack put the person turned to stone into the portable hole. Oh, easy does it. Shoot. Oh, Dorian, do you want to help here? Uh, clunk, clunk. Uh, one of her hair broke off. Oh, oh no. <laughs> just got a haircut. It's fine. It's all right. She needed a haircut anyway. Mari, Mari slips the, the piece of hair that like broke off into her bag. Either it's going to be given back as a thing or it's going to be used for some spooky magic thing at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Love it. Yes. Red walks back to the mule. Is there anything to indicate that there was another rider or anyone else beyond this person and the Tresslin that they had? Not that you can see. Yeah. Red uses primeval awareness. Can I tell how many giants are over there throwing that boulder? There are definitely two in that area that you saw, and there are more in the not immediate area. So there are three more within about another mile. And then there's way more around, but not immediately there. Okay. I mean, Meta, I'm, I'm really hesitant to interact with them because they are really, really tough and we don't need to fight Same. them. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm also in hesitation mode. <laughs> yeah, but I also, I'm like right now, technically we have what we need. We have the person, we have the Tressum. But I also recognize that questioning them and finding the location is an easy get, especially for a week out from the nearest civilization. If it's only two, that might be smart. So the question here could be a direct confrontation, but then I would argue that leading them to a place that we want to mm-hmm. so that we could ambush would be smarter than going to wherever they are. Yeah. Thoughts? Well, in what direction are they? Like, are they across this uh, lake? Mm-mm. Could we become our own... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Ambush? Yeah, like could we could we be our own bait and ambush them onto the ice and then that's yeah, like someone could. They're only a football field away, (laughs) about two hundred fifty meters. You have pass without trace for another ten minutes. You're very sneaky. Your giants are your favorite enemy. Why don't you go lay eyes on them and just see what there is to see? Yeah, Red, are you afraid? Well, because if something goes wrong, then run away very fast because you're very. Why don't we position ourselves in such a way? In this area here, um, so that we can sort of ambush the giants, and that way we can get the drop on them, and and we can uh, draw their attention and have them come this way. Draw them into an ambush. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I can get in that tree. This ground isn't stone. Red clears a bit of the snow. Do we have like thaumaturgy or something that could create a noise? I don't think much would take to draw them. I don't think so either. In fact, I'd put myself out there as a bait. I mean, I do have I do have druid craft. I can just cause a small like a the sound. Ah, uh, so sure. Doran Let's do that instead. Yeah. <laughs> so Doran doesn't have to uh, put himself out there. All right, I'm gonna go find a tree. And remember, we kill one, we keep the other alive to question. Yeah. And redheads off. Mari sort of goes over to another clump of trees that's sort of near Red, but just hides behind them. Mm-hmm. Red waves. Hi. Are you excited for your first ambush? Not really. You're going to do great. Oh, I'll try my best. Trust me, it's much better to do bring them to us than for us to go to them. Is it though? <laughs> yeah, because we get to be in position. I like to imagine that rather than even having to do anything, they just hear the sound of people <laughs> whispering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just loudly. Someone's Why getting so ready to ambush us. What are you going to do for the sound? You should make the sound of a female stone giant. <laughs> oh, oh no. God, no. Um, no. We, don't, we don't know they're not ladies over there. Fred, do you know? Oh, true, true. They could be. Maybe or they're lesbians. Maybe they're lesbians. Or gay <laughs> <It's> true. 
Yes. Let's not presume the Super stone gay giant. stone giant. Sexuality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of identity. We're really Cano- throwing at him. All stone giants are canonically gay. Oh, I like that. Just- <laughs> oh, I'm just boy. I'm just thinking of the line from this Dad, why did you bring me to a to a place full of gay stoned stone giants? <laughs> They're always hard. <laughs> oh, that's good. God. That's good. Damn it. Do you know do you know if there's like an animal they like or is there something that they love trussums? <laughs> do you know? They like Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you like jazz? Um, they love stone jazz. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they like rock music. Sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. It's right there. <laughs> Common misconception, actually. They're, <laughs> they're into adult contemporary. Sorry. <laughs> but ain't got that swing. Hey, you know what? They hate other giants. They're really xenophobic. Uh, maybe if you make the sound of a hill giant or a oh, right. You don't know what that sounds like. Yeah. Well, it sounds like this, and Red does a tiny minor illusion to help aid in Mari's major illusion, <laughs> which is actually uh, like the the death rattle of Chief Gah, or like her war cry, and he just does it really small and quiet, just enough so Mari can hear. Uh, <laughs> she casts she casts Druidcraft, and the sound echoes out, but it's kind of a little bit messed up so less of a death rattle and more of the, all of a sudden you just hear this sound if you could understand the language it, she's going ow ow a paper cut why why <laughs> do you speak giant no but she just screwed okay. it up so it didn't it, I do it phonetically so like because I speak giant so I basically do it phonetically and you copy it which is why it's broken telephone I was oh. like ow ow I will kill all stow giants and it comes out after the telephone she's of, like ow, ow a paper cut she's like oof oof ouch my bones <laughs> stone giant sounds a lot like paper cut in yeah. giant I don't know why <laughs> Doran, from your vantage point, you're the farthest south of everyone, about a hundred feet out. Mm-hmm. You catch glimpses of these stone giants through the trees. They appear to be in the midst of a destructive frenzy. You watch as one tears a chunk of ancient stonework from its foundations with its bare hands and just crushes it to stone powder. Oh yeah, they like breaking shit. Jerks. <laughs> I know, it's like Jack's least favorite kind of giant. <laughs> Fuck them. I try to block them out every time because they break all the fun stuff. Yeah. They do. They ruin your archaeological digs. They're like 13-year-old boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they love yeah. graffiti and shit. Doran's like biting his fist as these things are destroying this ancient and he's going, oh... Jack's going to hate this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you see their heads swivel at the same time as they hear Mari's illusion of weird, <laughs> fake hill giant <laughs> frustrated about um, a paper finger. cut. And then everyone hears these long, lumbering footsteps as the stone giants start moving towards your party. Everybody roll for initiative. Doran looks back, giving you all a knowing look that the giants are on their way. Like a nod. Return of the knowing look. Like that nod. The knowing look never left. You know that nod in that movie? Everyone knows the nod. It's time. So did you just create, did you create an illusion or just a sound effect? Ooh, good question. Probably just a sound. Just a sound. Yeah, it's just a sound. But I could have the head of a hill giant 
poking out or the head yeah. of Chief Gu poking out above the top of a tree. It would fill a five foot square. So it's just like the head of herself. There's a tree blocking the view of the rest of her. For a second, I thought you meant that like you would have the head of this giant, like as if it's like, <laughs> no, a, like no, a giant, I, like a mascot head on you, and it's like tiny it's body. Good. I mean, <laughs> I could also do Stone that. Giants just, are also so stupid. Did I tell you guys? Could you create the illusion of a of an actual giant, or is that too big for you uh, to create? So it, it's got to fit in a five foot cube, and so okay. behind, like behind the big rock over there, I could yeah. put the head of a giant, like the top five feet of Chief Gus sticking out of the, like out from behind that rock. Um, yes. Yeah. All right. There. What everyone get for initiative? Um, Mari, twenty one. Nicely done. Twelve. Oh no. <laughs> oh, what no. happened, Red? I rolled low. Were you sleeping? No, that's how die die works. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for the lesson. Doran. You were questioning it. <laughs> it's an 18. Okay. And Jack? Uh, eight. Mm. Wah, 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 wah. What happened? Yeah, you're rolling. You're ro- no, Jack's always I'm slow. busy maintaining this illusion. I just didn't have time to. Chief mm-hmm. Me too. Illusion. The illusion of having my life together. All right, folks. Mari? You hear these lumbering footsteps coming towards you, and you see giants start to appear in the distance. I cast Misty Step and I disappear. No. Uh, <laughs> now you're getting it. <laughs> Fucking yes. Oh, you're learning. I'm Jack. Jack. I mean, Maori. Wait, that's not Jack? What the hell? Oh. Um. It'd be funny though. Two giants appear in the distance. Oh, it's not too distant from me. <laughs> not from you. <laughs> they're, they're, quite, they're quite close. Mari, what do you do? This fills her with fear. She's never seen anything this size. Like she's pretty freaked out by witnessing this. You know, she's just used to goo people and, and crabs and whatever. And she uh, she goes to cast Moonbeam just to see. If just to see if it works. Let's see if it works. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to try out some spells. I'm just going to try this out. Mm-hmm. Let me give you a little bit of context, Amari. Were it not for the size of these trees and ruins scattered nearby, to give you some visual context, it would be a challenge for you to fully appreciate the size of these stone giants. This is the first time that Mari has ever seen a giant, right? They're athletic. They have high foreheads. This is betraying strength and intelligence, they approximately have a human body type, but they're about 20 feet tall. So you're coming up to like just above knee height. They have clubs and they look like they're fucking ready to tear (laughs) shit apart. (laughs) Now, what do you want to do? Giant clubs. Mm -hmm. Um, That's right, Alex. (laughs) Clubs with rock music. No clubs with club music. (laughs) Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. It's D and B, but it's drum and boulders. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh no, that's good. <laughs> she uh, takes a second. This the the awe hits, and then she like reaches back and feels like all the magic sort of swell up in her, and she goes to cast moonbeam. Rock and roll. Constitution saving throw. Okay, I'm just gonna 
put this out there. They're pretty constituted. Shit. Mm-mm. I don't like this. Um, that's a dirty 20. That's, uh, that's not great for me. That's not good. Does anything happen on a fail? or Half damage on a successful. So how much damage do I take? I rolled 19, so I don't know if you round up or down on half. Uh, 19 damage? You rolled down on damage. All right. Mm. So. so I'm going to take nine damages. Yes. So either way, either way, this thing is in a big old beam of light that's just pouring out of the sky. And Mari's feeling a little bit... Uh, shaken just because she just can't get a grip on this thing. Nice. Pew, pew. She thought it would work better, and then she you get that feeling when you re- when you fight something that you're like, oh no, this is a much stronger opponent than I thought it would be. Mm. Yeah. It's the giant turn, so the giant's gonna charge forward towards this chief guh illusion, and rounds the back of the rock ah. to see that it is merely a head suspended. In air, she looks at him and waves. <laughs> she winks in a five-foot square. Giant just a little <laughs> hand. Comes She's like, "Hey, baby!" I, it's like a hand enters the frame, and it's just a wave and a wink. She just keeps rotating around. Like every time he gets closer, she just slides back around the rock. <laughs> 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 the just chasing in a circle, like a like a dog around a table. It's actually the big head has a really tiny body just floating up in space. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear the giant in. In speaking in giant, for those of you who uh, understand the language, it calls back at its companion. Some foul wizardry is afoot. And I really got some body once. <laughs> yes. <laughs> was, I was ready for some body. The giant starts singing Smash Mouth. The years start coming and they don't stop coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. And having turned around to look back at its friend, it sees Doran there Uh-oh. behind the rock, cowering. I'm not cowering. Okay, what are you doing? That's a very different cowering and hiding. I'm hiding. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear here. Flexing your muscles, but also being very small mm-hmm. and secret. Ready to spring. Yes. That's right. I'm not crying. My face is sweating. And as he sees <laughs> me, my eyes kind of go wide, and I'm thinking mm-hmm. to myself, Oh, shit. (laughs) The giant hefts a rock at you, Doran, like picks a piece of it just up off the ground and throws it. Yeah. Unfortunately, it rolled very badly. So that's only a 14 to hit you. That's a miss. Okay. And what are the chances that he hits his friend who's like in the same line of sight? 0% <laughs> chance. These guys are awesome at throwing rocks. Well, okay. It's more like the other guy will catch it and go like under the leg and send it back or something. They, you know, Pretty much. Every basketball trick, just a boulder that could kill you. I like the mm-hmm. idea though that like he would just send it back and not just like turn around and just crush Doran immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not his boulder. He's got his own That's boulders. True. That's you true. don't use your friend's <laughs> boulders to kill a dwarf. <laughs> Trey Ghosh. Did you touch my boulder? That's gross. Trey Ghosh. Doran, it is now your turn. Doran, after uh, flinching, understandably flinching from the rock that goes flying over his head and smashes against the bigger boulder that he's kind of huddling under, he is going to turn and run and attack the giant that Mari just did the moonbeam bolt but he's going to try and take as much cover against this rock that he can i kind of picture that it's sitting on top of the snow and maybe there's like a slight shelf underneath not not a big shelf but just something to give him a little bit of visual cover from the 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 giant that he's attacking so 
I don't know if you want to give me advantage on that or anything. No. Okay. <laughs> I just thought I'd ask. <laughs> um, and then he's gonna he's gonna make his attacks two in a row, attacking this Excellent. giant's uh, giant's legs. Mm-hmm. Twenty-eight to hit. Oh yes, absolutely. And that is going to do twelve points of damage. Well done. And then he's gonna do another attack. Uh, that's gonna be twenty-four to hit. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be oh, full damage. Eight, uh, 20 points of damage. Hey. <laughs> way to start us off. I mean, Alex started us off, but then this this is the way, actually. Yeah, taking to do chunks. It. Rather than, like, helping to open the jar, to the kind of, like, struggling to open the jar and, like, kind of opening it a little bit and then being, like, <laughs> someone bigger do this. <laughs> yeah. I think we made that joke in a previous episode, didn't we? We did, but I did it. I'm doing it, like, much worse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's okay. Um. <laughs> Doran's going to hate what happens next. Yeah. Uh, it's this other giant's turn now. And Doran's like dancing around. Can't catch me. Can't catch me. <laughs> it's going to move out of the way of this moonbeam um, that's been sizzling away at its skin. And then the creature is going to pick you up, Doran, and throw you. Alex, did you prep your wheel and woe stuff? I do have it, yeah. Is it wheel or woe? Whoa, is this wheel? Doran, it reaches out a giant hand to grab you. Make a dexterity saving throw as it crouches down to pick you up. That's going to be not excellent. Oh, hold on. Should I use a lucky die here? Yes. Okay. Not worth it. Let me just ask you, would an eight have passed? <laughs> because I didn't roll an eight. I rolled a four. But would have eight, an eight have passed? Uh, no. Yeah, the creature picks you up Whoa! and throws you. Oh, no. Against a rock 60 feet away. Fuck. You Ow. crash into the side of the rock, fall down, and land prone, Oof. taking quite a bit of damage. That's too many dice. I didn't expect that. <laughs> Still rolling? Jesus, fuck. Yeah. 26 damage. Um, Red, you see Doran fly through the air. Whoa! <laughs> smash against this rock and then squeeze down. I want to scream out, but uh, I won't because I'm still hidden. <laughs> Good thing I'm alone here. I say <laughs> Just me and Chief Go. Got him. Roll deception. Um, which two of these, the, the one near the Chief Go illusion hasn't been hit at all yet, right? That's correct. Perfect. I'm going to attack that one. It's going to be a 20 to hit. You do hit. Perfect. And it can make me a Charisma saving throw, please. Ooh, charisma. Yes. If it turns out that these guys are like super cool as well, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Could you imagine? They're so Ray cool and, and awesome. Really cool. <laughs> Most of them aren't, but this guy is. Just mica shades and away they go. Just turns and does <laughs> finger guns at you. Oh, that's a six. It is banished. The thing what? disappears. Huh. Well, wow. <laughs> it just gets banished, but suddenly it reappears in the in the copper cup. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Where the fuck did you send it? The copper cup. 
<laughs> He's like, I don't know. I figured they just go into the bag of holding. World. In my head, I like to imagine that like it's just gone forever, but it gets it gets sent to like wherever Doran's from, and when we arrive there, <laughs> it's become a part of Doran's family. Like it's like it's oh, like no. sitting around the table, and no. it's like knees up around his head, <laughs> and they're like, one day he just appeared, and we adopted him into the family. Doran, meet your new brother. He reminded us of you so much, and it was. Or it just comes back, and it's wearing like a cute sailor outfit. <laughs> but he's so cool, and he likes jazz. <laughs> Excellent. Well done, Red. Terrifying for the implications. Oh, sorry. And as a bonus action, I want to cast Fairy Fire on the other guy. Mm. So he has to do a deck save. Okie doke. 13. That is a fail. Ooh. So the other one is now outlined in a red hue. And now every attack on this creature gets rolled with advantage. Excellent. All right, everyone. Kill it. Thank you once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Alexander, Artistic Witch, Brian Blass, Brianna Weber, Michael Weber, Brain Marie, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Creature, Cytosine, Daniel, Elizabeth H, Glory, Doug, Kirsten Wolf, Haley, Heather Nichols, KR, Lars, Lasagna, Lita J, Lorelai Feldman, Last Ruth on the Left, Lost with Two Faces, Marimo, Melissa, Moss, Matilda Rushing, Matt Woodbury, Merlin, Michelle Khan, Tama Konatsa, Reagan, Shadowhaven, Sky, Tara, Tony Pepperoni, Trapper939, and Tyler Fowler. Woo! Thank you so much! Oh. Picture a stone giant floating on the astral plane. <laughs> I'm so angry, I want to smash things. But it's so beautiful here. I'm suddenly at peace, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's finding, it's... And imagine, think about that actually, though, for yeah. a second, right? You got this really dumb stone giant, xenophobic, they're not racist dumb. pieces yeah. of shit. No, no, but they're racist, so they're They're smarter dumb. than you. But they're racist, so <laughs> they're dumb. Totally, totally, Because totally. nothing that is xenophobic can be smart at all. And I'm calling everyone yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> sure, You're gotcha. a fucking idiot, by the way. Get fucked. For real. Um, but, you know, the stupid, dumb skinhead gets basically <laughs> zapped to space for a moment, right? And he's just like, <laughs> you know, I picture this, like, 2001 Space Odyssey moment where he's, like, seeing all these colors and he's, the racism is just washing away. <laughs> just sees, it just sees the beauty of the universe. Oh, he comes back all woke. Woke. Yeah, he yeah. comes back all woke. I can't wait to question this guy after. I'm, we're going to lean into this. He comes back wearing a shirt that says Nazi stone giants get out. And it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found, my, I found the, my future, boys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.